Virtual Assistant Podcast, episode number 32. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the virtual assistant podcast my name is cliff ravenscraft and of course this is the weekly podcast that answers all of your questions about how to delegate more effectively to a virtual assistant so you can become more profitable and productive in your business And my friends, it is the week before Thanksgiving, and of course, we know that Thanksgiving is just right before another huge holiday, not just here in the States, but also around the world, and of course, that would be the whole Christmas, and uh, I guess some other people celebrate maybe some other things, but uh, for here in the Ravenscraft household, we certainly celebrate uh, the, the birth of Christ in our home and very excited to do so. And, uh, you know, of course, with the holidays, there are lots of things that uh, can make our lives just a little bit more stressful. You know, of course, you would think that, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas, you're hanging out with family, and it's all just good, right? Well, we know that that's not always the case, and and that for many people, you know, the holidays are not their favorite time of year. I know that's been kind of my approach to the holidays in the past. I'm trying to lighten up and and just uh, enjoy life a lot more than I have in the past. And so I'm looking forward to the holiday season. And one of the things that I'm very thankful for this holiday season is the fact that in my business, you know, sure, next week I'm getting ready to take the entire week off. Well, not the entire week. For me, it's the entire week. Stephanie would totally argue with me and say, you're not taking the entire week off. Get, Get real. Seriously, you're taking four and a half days and we're leaving Wednesday after the kids get out of school. Well, for me, you know, the, it's everything between Monday and Wednesday afternoon is all prepped to leave. And then, um, you know, we'll be going out uh, to the Smoky Mountains as a family. Uh, my my parents have a lake house down there and we're going to be getting away into the Smoky Mountains at the lake house. And there's no internet connectivity there uh, or minimal at, at best. Anyway, I'm, I am going to take my little portable Wi-Fi device see if I can hook my iPad up to it and browse the net and and just monitor email because you, you got to monitor email, right? Uh, no, you don't have to, but, but I do. Anyway, so I, I'm looking forward to going out of town. And one of the things that I love about having a virtual assistant is the fact that while I'm away on, you know, for several days, I know that I've got somebody who can kind of keep an eye on things for me, or if something comes up, I can just make a quick phone call and say, hey, can you do this, this, and this for me? And I know that it's done. And uh, so this is not the first time I've gone on vacation uh, with the family and had a virtual assistant, I think. I don't, yeah, I think I've, yeah, I think we went out earlier this year. um, We went somewhere and it was just nice. It's, it, matter of fact, I'm positive because I remember talking about it here on this podcast where, you know, just pick up the phone and say, Andrea, can you do this for me? And uh, it just gets done. So so I'm looking forward to the fact that we're going to be able to take this Thanksgiving holiday and go away and kind of just know that my business is going to be well cared for. The other thing is, is, of course, you know, with Christmas coming up, there's always a lot of things to do, not just with our businesses, but we've got to manage uh, not just business relationships, but personal relationships with people as well. 
And somebody in our chat room this morning, I think it was Catherine, who was in the chat room, and she says, hey, I wonder if you'd be willing to do a podcast on the Virtual Assistant Podcast devoted to the topic of how your virtual assistant can help you survive the holidays. And and I love the question because the question is worded in exactly the way that I was just talking about. For some people, the holidays aren't something to sit back, relax, and enjoy but in some people, they would actually ask the question is, how can we help, how can a virtual assistant help us survive the holidays? So you can just tell that by the, the, the person asking the question that there is some stress that's typically involved in, you know, in the holiday period of time, especially related to us who have business, businesses that we work on so hard and diligently uh, to, to continue to propel forward. So... Of course, you know, being the fact that I have a virtual assistant and to demonstrate to you guys just how awesome this lifestyle is, guess what I did? I decided that, you know, hey, that is a great question and why don't I do that today? And by the way, that question was asked, I would say somewhere around 10 o'clock this morning if I had to guess. I was I was recording uh, one of our podcasts or right in between two podcasts, I can't remember, Anyway, it was about 10 o'clock this morning when she asked if we would do this this particular episode, and I had nothing prepared ahead of time, and so I just uh, sent a note off to Andrea via Skype and said, hey, so-and-so in our chat room, she just posted this question. Do you think you can come up with a top 10 list of things that a virtual assistant can do to help alleviate some of the stress of the holidays, uh, to help survive the holidays and she says sure do you want that done today or whatever I said well you know if you if you've got other things going on today and stuff like that then then it can be a future topic that's no problem at all but if you can fit it in today if you've got time I that I could use it this afternoon she goes sure let me throw something together and I am not kidding you within 15 minutes I had this top 10 list so Today, in this episode, I'm going to share with you the top 10 things that a virtual assistant can do to help you survive the holidays. All right, so for many people out there, and of course, this isn't always the case with me, but uh, I know a lot of my friends, they don't live uh, in the same area of town where they grew up and where their family is. So for many people, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and and these other holidays it typically would mean travel, uh, whether that be by by the you know the highway system or by train or by plane or whatever the case may be. Chances are there's going to be a number of you out there who need to make travel arrangements, book hotels or book airline tickets or 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 maybe even uh, get a rental car. Well, obviously there this is a no brainer. Your virtual assistant can go and research the best pricing. They can make all the reservations for you. They can take care of everything. Now, I know this to be true because I've used Andrea to make hotel reservations for me and to 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 prepare these kind of things. So, yes, your virtual assistant can make those travel arrangements for you. And uh, I would encourage you to do, to use those services um, if, if that's something you need to have happen. Number two, you can give your VA a holiday card list and your virtual assistant can mail out your cards or newsletters. Now, you might be saying your, to yourself, well, my virtual assistant's in Missouri and I'm here in Kentucky. How is that possible? Well, guess what? I know I have a relationship with my VA that if I wanted to send out holiday cards, guess what? She would be willing to go to the local department store in her area 
pick out some wonderful holiday cards and she would just send me a, an, uh, a bill for the amount that she paid for it. She, or I could just give her my credit card information or whatever the case may be. And she could order those holiday cards and uh, and she could address them. She could write a little personal handwritten note inside of that. She could do all kinds of things for me here. But uh, if you send out, if you're the type of person that sends out holiday cards, guess what? This doesn't have to be just for your business. You Maybe you send out uh, Christmas cards or, or whatever, uh, or you send out a newsletter, your virtual assistant can take care of all of those aspects, all of those details for you. So uh, that's number two. Number three, number three, your virtual assistant can have, gift, can have gifts sent to your clients. So let's just say you have some of these top clients that you love working with and they have been the things that they have been the clients that have just really helped you out tremendous tremendously to your bottom line. And you just want to send your gift in, uh, of gratitude saying that hey, I really appreciate you. Well, if you ever do that, guess what? Your virtual assistant can go out and have the and and set it up to where those gifts are sent out to your clients on your behalf. Number 4, if you're planning a holiday party, your virtual assistant can get those arrangements set up. So this is probably for those small to medium-sized businesses where maybe you're having a little holiday get-together party and, and and you want to set it up at the local banquet hall or something like that. Guess what? You don't need to you don't need to search around for the right banquet hall. You don't have to call and check their availability and and all of that stuff. Your virtual assistant can handle every single detail. Number 5. Your VA can either shop online for you or at least find sites with the best prices for your gift lists. Um, So, or I can even add to that, your virtual assistant can create a gift list for you. You know, she can ask you to provide or he, uh, he or she, your VA can ask you to provide a list of all the names and and basically all the people out there that you want to send gifts to and then she can uh, put on that list of things that you want to send and they can even shop online and pay for things and have them delivered to you for uh wrap you know for wrapping or I think some of these places might even wrap them for you uh or have them shipped you know out to the other people especially if they're you know in a place where you're not going to be traveling to and they live in another area other than your own so uh yeah your virtual assistant can shop online for you and if nothing else at least find the sites that have the best prices for you to buy that stuff all right number 6 your virtual assistant can search Black Friday postings and alert you of store for the stores that you are interested in. So, you know, are you a techno geek? Are are you guys in desperate need of a new, uh, you know, wash and washer and dryer in the house or something like that? And you know that Black Friday is going to uh, have these ridiculous sales that that stuff like that. Well, your virtual assistant can research that information online. Tell her what you're looking for. And she can go on the search to see if there's something in your area where you might want to camp out at 5 o'clock in the morning. I wonder if your virtual assistant, though, could camp out for you all night. (laughs) Anyway, so that's number six. Number seven, if you're going to be doing a lot of cooking for Thanksgiving or for Christmas or whatever the holiday is, your virtual assistant can certainly look up new holiday recipes for you. And uh, especially if you're the type of person who's trying to eat more healthy and and stuff like that, that, you know, obviously your virtual assistant can can kind of filter out the results and, and help you find ways of maybe taking those normal 
uh, normal recipes maybe that you already have and you can sh- say, hey, here's my recipe. Can you look to see if there would be any alternative uh, healthier ingredient sub- substitutions? So lots, lots of things that your virtual assistant can help you there in the area of cooking. Item number eight, your virtual assistant can prepare your holiday easing for you and make sure that it's scheduled to go out. Now, I'm not sure if this is any, I'm not particularly familiar with the phrase easing myself. Uh, I, I imagine it being like a digital newsletter, but I could be wrong. Uh, but anyway, your virtual assistant can help you uh, develop and put that all together. And then, of course, make sure that it gets scheduled out. So that sounds very good. Uh, do you get some gifts over the holidays that would um, be something that you would want to send out thank you cards for? Uh, and if so, your virtual assistant can send out those thank you cards for you. And again, the last one here, number 10, your virtual assistant can schedule tweets to cover the days while you'll be out on, or while you'll be away from the computer or you won't be online. So, uh, so handling, you know, maintaining some of that social media uh, top of mind presence in in people's timelines and uh, stuff like that. I, I would encourage you to have a stra- an overall strategy in the area of that uh, before you just send out a bunch of tweets. Anyway, so that that's a top ten list. Uh, I, I I guess there are plenty of other ideas, and in fact, there are still. I mean, obviously, next week is uh, Thanksgiving, so this is going to come and pass here pretty quickly here. But if you have some ideas about how to virtu- how a virtual assistant can help you alleviate some of the stress during the holidays or survive the holidays altogether, uh, give me a call on the voicemail feedback hotline. That's 859-795-4067. Again, the phone number is 859-795-4067. And uh, I would love to play it. It was still plenty of time to help people who, are, who, are, who have Christmas just around the horizon or, yeah, you get the idea. So, hey, uh, last week we shared about how my assistant, Andrea, helped schedule and or helped us define and schedule an appointment with a new dentist. And if you're interested in hearing the follow-up to that, uh, we just talked about that today. Stephanie and I talked about that in Family from the Heart podcast episode number, and I'm looking it up right here, number 136. So if you just go to familyfromtheheart.com, and then look for episode 136, you will see an episode, it's titled, Are You Afraid to Let Go? Are You Afraid to Let Go? And uh, if you want to have a a little conclusion to how that story kind of went and our situation there with the dentist, we we shared that there. Anyway, I want to say thank you to Contemporary VA for sponsoring the Virtual Assistant Podcast. Of course, Contemporary VA is the uh, the virtual assistant business that I use to hire, uh, that actually uh, uh, employs Andrea, my assistant. And of course, you guys know the story that Andrea found me. I didn't find her. She found me. And uh, my life has never been the same. And my business has become more productive. Everything in my business is, is uh, going, I'm a lot more productive. That's what I'm trying to say. And uh, so it, it's good stuff. If you're looking for a virtual assistant, I've had a lot of great success with Contemporary VA, and I know many of you listening to this podcast have as well. And of course, we thank them for their very generous sponsorship. 
So next up here, we have um, some other things that have come in in the chat room. Very appreciative of our live show chat room. You can join us live every Thursday from uh, nine. Let's see, no, eight thirty a.m. all the way up through about four p.m. in the afternoon. I'm here uh, Thursday. That's Eastern time. Of course, I won't be here the week of Thanksgiving. Uh, I am taking next week off, as I mentioned earlier. And uh, I got a couple of questions that came in, and I'm very thankful to them for submitting these. Uh, one of the questions that came in is, how far in advance should you should you let your virtual assistant know that you need them to work over the holiday? Okay, and I would say that um, first and foremost, I don't know that I would expect that they're definitely going to work for you over the holiday. Uh, th- and I'm just giving you my own personal approach to this. I, I would never assume that because my business required it, that my virtual assistant is going to indeed work over a holiday. So for example, there is no way on earth that I personally could see myself saying, Andrea, I really need you to monitor my emails and respond to my emails, you know, uh, Thanksgiving day and and to, to be on top of that. Um, or, hey, Andrea, I know it's Thanksgiving, but, you know, we're not really, you know, doing anything. I'm recording podcasts all day long, and I need you to post those episodes throughout the day for me. Uh, I, there's, I, that's just, there's just no way that I would personally expect my virtual assistant to work over the holiday. However, in the event that I might want to request to see if my VA would be willing to work over the holiday... I would want, I think I would probably let them know as soon as I knew that I would want them to work over the holiday. So first and foremost, if if I had a business where I think I would want my virtual assistant to work over the holiday, and I know that that's one of the things that I would like from the start, even though let's just say it's January, I'm hiring my virtual assistant, and I know that in December, I'm going to want my virtual assistant to be available to me over the Christmas holiday. Uh, then I think that you should let your virtual assistant know that you have that desire before you even hire them. Uh, but let's just say you've hired them in January and then all of a sudden it's you know August and now all of a sudden you have this new business opportunity that's coming up that probably is going to require a little bit of extra energy and attention and stuff like that. Uh, and not, and it's specifically going to hit this, you know, this promotion that you're going to be working on is going to be hitting the week of Christmas. Uh, well, as soon as you know that that's coming up, I think that that's when you have that conversation with your virtual assistant. Um, and not only that, but, but, but again, um, you know, the earlier you let your virtual assistant know, the earlier you can find out if it's going to work out. Uh, and then what I would say is if it doesn't work out, then maybe you can find other arrangements. Maybe, maybe your virtual assistant can then turn to, you know, your outsourced help can help turn to outsourced help to, to manage that. So let's just say I know in, let's just say I know in October that I'm going to have this major project and it's actually going to go live the week of Christmas. It's going to, it's going to really hit that week. And, and, and in fact, it's a special day after Christmas uh, bonus that's, you know, a marketing push that I'm putting out. And I'm really going to need some people to, to put in some hours, you know, the day before to be testing things out, to be there to prepare, to answer questions and, and to handle some things for me. Well, well, if I know in October, then we, maybe we can look at outsourcing some folks that that are going to be available, and and your virtual assistant and yourself can work together to train or to to organize the efforts so that you know th- these things will happen. Um, 
But but yeah, this question: How far in advance should you let you know that you need them to work over the holiday? I I don't know. I the, that my big thing there is just that understand that virtual assistants are human beings, and that you know they many times they do have family, and they have own, their own lives that they have going on. And, and, and make sure that, you know, you know, holidays are generally a time where people take a break, where people take a rest and, and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I would say pretty much, uh, number one, I wouldn't expect that you're going to get it. And number two, if you want to know how soon, as soon as you know that you want them, then begin the conversation is how I would phrase that. Uh, to to see if there's something available there now I'll be time there have been times when we've had like you know three and four day holidays you know Memorial Day and Labor Day and these are days that typically a lot of businesses close down and and stuff like that and technically speaking there have been days where contemporary VA might say you know hey this is a you know we recognize this holiday and but you know Andrea says you know hey just so you know I'm gonna be working if you need anything just send it over to me and so you know I let her tell me. But, uh, you know, on Thursday, when it comes to Thanksgiving, I'm not going to send her anything. And, um, you know, when it comes to Friday, maybe some things will come in. And, you know, technically speaking, it's still the holiday weekend. I might email her. And if it's, you know, something that that's important and stuff like that, she'll get to it as soon as she has the opportunity. If it's an urgent matter, then, you know, it's, it really is. It's, it is my business. And I still think that I'm ultimately responsible for pulling things off. And so I make them happen. And, but um, you know, and, and many times your virtual assistant probably can work with you. Uh, but that's the, that's the one thing I, I just want to use the language of work with your virtual assistant about holiday scheduling and and stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I read a book once about that that introduced me to this idea and this concept of of virtual assistants. And I remember it says, you know, hey, even if you don't have anything that you can think of delegating to a virtual assistant right now. Go ahead and hire a virtual assistant. You know, if for no other reason, just so that you can get the get the feeling of ordering so many, somebody else around, so you get the you get that feeling of being able to tell somebody else what to do. And and to be honest with you, I I learned about virtual assistants in that way. That's the way I heard about them first. And as soon as I heard that, that put immediately put a very bad taste in my mouth about this concept of a, having a virtual assistant. And and I'll tell you, I. I, I would say no. I, th- there's no way that I would ever consider ordering my virtual assistant around. Um, hmm. Colleen's in the chat room. She says, listen, communication is so important between the client and the virtual assistant. And that's exactly it. It is very important. Um, and, and, and here's the thing. I would never send. I, I'm very cautious of like Andrea and I are connected via Skype. I, so I have her available to me you know, mo- most of the day via Skype. And I can just little p- pull up a little uh, Skype and say, Andrea, I need you to go do this, this, and this. And, I, you know, I think there have been times where I've come close to using some of that kind of language, but I've always backed it. It's like, wait a second. No, I can't do that. Andrea, if if do you have a mo- few moments uh, so that I could ask if you could do this project for me? And and I, that that always is so much better. It, it's it's like, listen, do you have a few moments? And she might come back and says she's on, she might say, I'm on a you know I'm on a call right now. I'll be off in about forty five minutes. And I say, oh great, just let me know when you're ready if, if when you get a chance. 
And and it's like, okay, well, now I know she can't immediately go and do this one task that just came to mind right off the top of my head. And so I might just go and do that. I might just go and do that. So, um, yeah, that's the communication and, and just the expectations. Make sure if you have expectations of your virtual assistant that you understand that your virtual assistant isn't your, they're not your slave. Uh, they're, they're not indentured servants. They're, you know, these are, these are human beings that do work and make sure that you let your virtual assistants know ahead of time what your expectations are. Clearly communicate your expectations. And if you've hired a virtual assistant and you've added, you know, you have this new idea of a new expectation that you would like to thrust upon them that, that really wasn't discussed ahead of time. Um, you know, the, uh, just be careful to say, Hey, I need you to work over the holiday. Uh, you know, I'm going to need, it's, it reminds me of the movie, um, have you seen the movie Office Space? The movie Office Space is a very funny movie, and it, and I remember there's always this one person, um, there's this one person, the, the boss or this manager guy, he goes, yeah, I'm gonna need you to come in on Saturday, and Sunday too. We're gonna need you to work overtime this weekend. You know, and the, and the thing is, is you know, is is it possible to to manage your VAs in that way and to 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 treat them as though they're you know they're employees that are indebted to you? Yeah, I guess it's potentially it's it's possible to do that. But man, I would I would strongly urge you against urge you against communicating in that way. Um, I will tell you, maybe some of this comes from my own experience of being an employee for so many years and, and, and in my family run in, you know, the family run insurance agency that I was a part of prior to doing my own business full time. I just remember just all the passive aggressive management tactics that I saw, you know, the, you know, it's like, oh, I'm not really happy about this. And and let, let me, let me explain to you this. Okay. If if you if you get a project from your virtual assistant and you're not happy with it, my my first suggestion to you is to actually have a very calm and collective and 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 clear communication with your vir- virtual assistant directly that says, you know, hey, let's talk about this. This isn't exactly what I had in mind when it came to this. Uh, when it came to this project, when I handed it to you, I, let me explain to you where my mind was. And this is obviously we weren't on the same page because, you know, I look and see what you've provided me here. And it's so far different from what I have. In fact, I look at this project and it's like that I'm really let down by this. But I apologize because it's not all your fault. Maybe I just didn't clear, clearly communicate my expectations. Here are what my communications are. Do you think you're capable to do what I'm looking for here? And then let your virtual assistant respond back and forth to that. Um, but it, you know, the one thing I would encourage you not to do is what I saw so many times in so many different places I've worked where the managers would, you know, the, they would be so frustrated with the um, with, with, with one of the employees and how they handled a situation or how they just kind of slowly moped around all day long and they didn't really get anything done. And, and I asked them to do this and I asked them to file this form and they didn't do this and they didn't do that. And then after that person walks out of the door, not a thi- not a single word is spoken to that employee about their lack of meeting expectations. But as soon as that employee walks out the door, wow, the words start flying. Boy, did you see her? She didn't do anything today. 
oh gosh, I asked her to do this for me and this for me. And guess what? Here it is sitting right here. It hasn't been done. Guess what? I'm going to go do it right now. Jeez. I don't know why we keep her around. <laughs> what? Seriously? Why did you just have that conversation with me? I didn't need to know how lousy your 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 expectations of somebody else in this office didn't get met today. I think there is somebody that needed to hear what you just had to say, and it wasn't me. It's that person. And so this these are real workplace environment uh, situations that I've seen in real life. And so what I want to suggest is that if you have an issue with the way that a project is done, schedule a call. Say, listen, I need you to block out, um, you know, 30 minutes and, and I want to get on the phone or I want to get on via Skype and I want to, I want to have a conversation with you and I want to talk about where we are in this project that I gave you. And, and, and just clearly talk about, I mean, I'll I tell you, I just don't know. Passive aggressiveness really irritates the crud out of me. And and I just don't like it. I don't like beating around the bush. I think you should just be upfront. I, at the same time, though, don't be angry and attacking either. I, I've seen passive aggressive and then I've just seen aggressive. <laughs> they just they completely do away with the the passive part and they're just aggressive. Um, it Here's my philosophy about a virtual assistant. I think of them as a assistant and I think of them. I, I think of Andrea as a part, as a partner in my business. I mean, now I know that sounds crazy. And it's like, I, I mean, she doesn't financially benefit as a partner in my, but, but no, she partners with me. She, she, she is a partner in my business achieving goals. And she's a human being that, that I hope to benefit as she hopes to benefit me and my clients. And, and I find that, that just treating her like I would want to be treated speaking to her the way that I would want to be spoken to, I would not want, I don't care who it is. I, if, if you're a client and you pay me $150 an hour, I would not want to get an email from you saying, Cliff, I need you to go in and fix this, 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 and this on the website. I really don't like the way that that looks. I would never want to, matter of fact, I would fire you as a client. I would fire you, I don't care how much money you pay me, I would fire you as a client if you spoke to me that way. And, and the idea that sometimes I say, and you know, I, I was, I'll start typing them as, Andrea, I need you to check this email and do this for me. It's like, wait a second. No, I would not want to be communicated that way. Back, 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 back. And I'm like doing the backspace key or I'll do control all to select all and hit delete. And it's like, Andrea, when you get a chance, could you please take a look at the three emails that are in my inbox and process those? That's how I would want to be communicated to. And so I, I'm thankful for that question. I, I And by the way, I don't think that the person that asked it in the chat room really meant to say, you know, I, I need my virtual assistant to do this. But um, and, and uh, John says in the chat room, can you really fire a client? Absolutely. I have fired clients uh, very happily. Matter of fact, it's, it, sometimes it was painful financially, but one of the best decisions emotionally that I've ever made was firing one client. Oh, my gosh, it was horrible. Um, and, and they had a hard time letting me fire them. Uh, if you don't know what firing a client has means, it means that you got a client that that expects you to ask how high when they when they when they tell you to jump. Uh, and 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 they, I mean they're de- overly demanding. Um, you, I don't know if you've ever had a client that you know basically they say, listen, um, I I I need your help. 
I need it immediately, yesterday if possible, and uh, I see that you're booked up all t- day today, but I, it, it, if I can just get 18 minutes of your time, I need 18 minutes of your time today. In fact, I need it before noon. I know it's 10 o'clock in the morning, but I need it before noon, so before you go to lunch, could you please call me? Call me right away. Here's my phone number, and then I get like seven voicemails. Because I'm on the phone with a consulting call that is actually until noon and and they're sitting there calling and calling and then I call them back after I get off the phone and they're angry with me because I have not met their expectations of returning their call in a reasonable amount of time and yeah, I was very delighted to say, I'm sorry, this is not the way that I'm available. I, you know, I'm available by appointment and, and I'm just not able to meet this demand. Well, I'm really out of, I'm really put out by this and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you know, but I was in a consulting call. You contacted me at 10 o'clock and this, and he's like demanding and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And I'm sorry, I'm like, listen, I'm sorry. I'll tell you what you, you sent me, I sent you an invoice for the work that I did for you yesterday and, uh, you know, I'll tell you what, forget that invoice. I'll tell you what, let's just go ahead and just call it even. And um, I'm going to just ask you if you wouldn't mind, just see if you can find somebody else that can help you because I'm not going to be able to be that on demand for you. Uh, it's just not possible. It's just not the way that I work. And, and I, I, I feel like that there's just not a way that I can meet the expectations that you have. And so, yeah, I fired that client and I was happy to do so. And so, so here's the deal. You got to watch it. If, we, if we're too heavy handed with our virtual assistants, they're eventually going to want to fire us. And, and yes, it's crazy. You might think that, you know, you being the, you know, the one doing the hiring of your virtual assistant, you might think, well, I can't get fired. Yeah, you can. They'll fire you. They'll go. They'll, they can. They have every right to tell you that, you know, I don't want to work for you anymore. So my my suggestion is be the type of employer or you know virtual employer that people want to work for. You know, treat people like family. That that's the way I do it. And and, and maybe I just have a warped sense of virtual assistants. And and I want to admit and confess to you all that my experience with virtual assistants it's it's limited. It is. Uh, I, I've only had a domestic VA here in the United States. I've only had a virtual assistant uh, that is somebody that I actually consider to be like family. She, I, I really care about her. When, she, when, when something's going on in her family or in her life, I care about that just as much as if it was somebody that was a close part of my family. I, I really care about Andrea and the things that are going on there. So, so maybe I have just a warped sense, and maybe, maybe if you have a, a a a virtual assistant in the Philippines, maybe you don't treat them that way. But I can't imagine not treating people this way. And so, may perhaps I'm just a little bit, you know, far fetched here. And if that's the case, then just ignore anything that I've said for the last fifteen to twenty minutes. But uh, yeah, I think if you if you have expectations of any type, how long should you wait before you know, and, and how far in advance should you let them know? As far as in advance as you know what an expectation is, that's when you communicate it. Communicate your, communicate your, uh, I'm going to get to that one in a second. I just saw something in the chat room and I will tell you about this one. Um, anyway, communicate to your virtual assistant every single expectation you have as soon as you have the expectation. And, and when you have, the, when you communicate the expectation, communicate it as a desire and to see if you can work it out and 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 to, to arrange it to be the the expectation to be met versus demanding uh, those those are the ways that I would go about that anyway i love what guest number 280 says in the chat room have your va fire the client and i have i haven't had a va fire a client for me yet 
but I had something similar. And uh, this does not happen very often. By the way, I've only really fired one client. Um, only fired one client, but uh, it was a, it was a it was a joyous experience. And by the way, that client I want to tell you that client had over the course of time probably paid for about three thousand dollars of 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 consulting with me. And then it, it was, but every I'll tell you every single dollar I earned, I earned through through anxiety and stress working for this person. It was not. It was never fun. And and it, and it, at one point it just got out of the hand, but let me let me tell you about using your virtual assistant as a gatekeeper. Yeah, we'll do that, and then then we'll slowly start to wrap things up here. Anyway, um, yeah, here so here you go, virtual assistant as a gatekeeper. Now I have if you go to podcastanswerman.com, which by the way is my business. That that's that's where a majority of my income comes from. Is is I'm a consultant and coach for people who are building businesses online and specifically uh, for people who want to learn how to promote their businesses using social networking and and new media and even more specifically if you want to drill all the way down into audio podcasting. So uh, I help a lot of people out and if you go to podcastanswerman.com, you're going to notice that on the right-hand side is, and get this, it's shocker, my cell phone number. That's right, my cell phone number is on my website. I am not kidding you. Um, it, you know, people, it, it cracks me up when I go to somebody's website and it says, you can email me and it's got cliff and it's got, it might have hyphen, you know, open bracket, AT, close bracket, hyphen, ravenscraft.org. I'm like, seriously? Just hyperlink that stupid thing or, you know, make it easy for somebody to click it. Here, here, there, I remember as an insurance agent, I used to freak people out. And I'm, I, I know I sometimes get passionate and I just exaggerate sometimes just a little tiny bit. I used to freak people out in the insurance world because I put my cell phone, my mobile phone number on my business card. I'm not kidding you. I had my, it's like you give your clients your cell phone number. What are you ridiculous? Your phone must ring at two o'clock in the morning all the time. My phone from, as far as my clients, the only time I ever received a phone call from a client outside of normal business hours were on two occasions. One was about an hour after we closed. Somebody had had a payment that was past its due date and they tried to drop it off and they thought, you know, that, that they could make it in time. They didn't. And I said, listen, you know, there's nothing I can do. You know, you'll have to stop in in the morning. We'll have to take a look at it then. And it's like, well, can you guarantee me that I'm covered right now? And I said, no, unfortunately, I can't. I'm not, I don't have the access. I'm at, you know, I'm at dinner with my family right now. But if you call me in the morning, you know, I'll do anything I can to, to get to the bottom of what we need to do to get you coverage again. Um, beyond that, there was only one other call and that happened, it did happen at about one or two o'clock in the morning and one of my clients had their house burned down in the middle of the night and they did call my phone number and I did take the call and I was glad to do so and I was glad to be there. You know, I told, I told these people, I was like, listen, you don't understand, my clients are what pays my, they, they pay my income. I mean, I make commission off of servicing them and I want to be the type of agent that's there for them. Well, I do the same thing with my clients now I want to be I want to be able to be reached. I want to be accessible to people. However, what I've learned is that I can't be too accessible. So while my phone number is on my website, here's the deal. I never answer my phone ever. 
except in certain circumstances. And here are those circumstances. I will answer my phone if the caller ID says that you are my wife or one of my three children. Okay? I may, and there's about a, I answer the call about 80% of the time if you happen to be my mom, my dad, or my brother or sister. About 80% of the time I'll answer the phone if you happen to be one of those people on the caller ID. I will answer my call, my phone, 100% of the time if you happen to have a scheduled consulting appointment with me and I'm waiting for the phone to ring and yes, I will answer it 100% of the time. If you do not meet any of those criteria, I can guarantee you one, 100%, I can guarantee you your phone, your, the, the phone, you will get voicemail. And you will, and that voicemail will immediately get sent to my email and I will immediately review that. And I will make a determination of whether or not I need to call. Well, most times it's people who want to say, hey, I found you through a Google search, been listening to your podcast, and I'm thinking about potentially hiring you. Uh, can, can you give me a call so we can talk about it and, and blah, 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 blah. And so basically what they're looking for most times and what I've learned is they're looking for approximately a, a at least a, a 20 to 45 minute consulting call where I answer a couple quick questions. And uh, I learned that they're not really interested in consulting at all. They just had some quick questions. They knew that if I, you know, if they said, hey, I'm interested in hiring you, that, you know, that, that just happens. It happens so many times that I, I kind of just caught wind of what was going on there. So guess what? I have a gatekeeper. And every time I get one of those voicemails, I just, I don't even respond to it. I, I forwarded an email over to Andrea. I said, Andrea, please go into my Google Voice account. There's a voicemail in there from, you know, let's say Joe. And will you listen to his voicemail and please give him a call and see if you can't convert him into a client, a consulting call next week. And she knows exactly how to answer their questions. Andrea is is not able to answer all their technical quick questions. You know, she's not able to answer how to do a mix minus with Skype and whether or not you can do it with two, uh, you know, USB cards instead of uh, using two different computers. She can't answer all those questions for you. Uh, you know, the thing is, though, what she can do is she can tell you exactly what my hourly rate is. She can explain to you very clearly that I do have a minimum of one hour. She can explain to you that you can go to the website and you can actually there, use a search box on the right hand side and do some keyword searches. And, and chances are there's with, you know, with over uh, with nearly, you know, well over two, 200 or so episodes uh, of our 200 posts of content, you're likely to find some content there that can help you. Otherwise, Cliff would love to work with you one on one. Would you like to go ahead and schedule something for next Tuesday morning? And, and that's what she does for me. The other thing that Andrea has done as a, a gatekeeper is, is I've had people say, you know, hey, I want to I schedule this meeting. And, and by the way, I'm going to have this other, you know, person join me from my, my, my organization and, and stuff like that. And they're going back and forth. And they're like, we're not sure who's going to pay for it. Let's talk about this. And I have Andrea take care of all of that. You know, it's like, I, listen, my, my service, I'm not here to work out on billing arrangement with you. I'm not here to work out with this. I'm going to allow Andrea to clearly communicate to you as my client what my expectations are for billing, how I'm going to bill you, and then um, she's going to explain to you that I'm going to be available for you for the scheduled amount of time that you decide that you want, and I will show up on time, and I will give you either at least as much or more than what you expect, 
And then after the call, we will we will be finished. That that will be the end of the call. And um, oh my goodness, I had I had this one client. They just they literally they they got to the point where they were getting Andrea on the call on the phone every single day trying to work this out. And I find and Andrea says, listen, you know they they've called so far. I've talked to these people five different times. We still don't have it down. And I said, okay, thank you very much for letting me know that. Andrea, please let them know that, you know, you you're, you only have, you know, uh, no more than 15 more minutes of your time to to schedule this call as far as to devote towards scheduling this call. If they can't work it out by then, then they may need to look elsewhere, elsewhere for some help. And, you know, those are very difficult conversations to have with people. And Andrea has what I've called, and you've heard me say it before, she has mad phone skills and she has great people skills. And so she's able to clearly communicate people and say, listen, you know, this is what we expect. You know, this is this is how it works and this is what is going on. I've never had to deal with that since I've had Andrea. I've never had to deal with it. One other thing, I've had a couple clients in the past where um, I've had a situation where I send an invoice out and the invoice doesn't get paid. And in the past, I've had to actually manually you know, follow up with those clients and stuff like that. Well, guess what? Uh, Andrea is my bill collector. She's the she's 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 Guido that knocks on your door. Hey, we need to talk. Uh, she <laughs> that was really bad. But no, seriously, Andrea will follow up, and she does. She does. She's she's not aggressive, but she's not passive aggressive. She just is persistent, and she's she's politely persistent, and that's what I want. I want a politely persistent virtual assistant who can be my gatekeeper, who can help protect me and my time so that I can be the most efficient for the most number of clients and she can deal with the things that take up, you know, this all the time of administrating my calendar and my schedule and and dealing with people who, you know, haven't quite yet made up their their minds of whether or not they want to hire me and they're really looking to just fill things out. And Andrea's, you know, listen, you know, if you really want to know, uh, go listen to a couple episodes. Check out his testimonials page. See if that, you know, if, if you haven't made up your mind yet, you know, I'll be around. I'll be here. Just, you know, call me back if you want to set something up. So anyway, well, I tell you what, I talked way too much today and uh, I am just looking for a button here that's going to allow me to play the outgoing music. Again, I want to say thank you to Contemporary VA. I want to say thank you to my virtual assistant, Andrea, who is awesome. And, uh, you know, I hope and pray that each and every one of you guys has a very happy Thanksgiving. I won't have a live show next Thursday. I am taking the family out of town. I will uh, probably try to put together a little something-something for you guys next week. Not even have, Don't even have a clue what that might be. But uh, I'll tell you what. How can your VA help you transition from your current job to being your own boss? How about that for next week? All right? So that's it. So how can your virtual assistant help you um, transition into your being your own boss? Maybe we'll talk about that next week. Anyway, until next time, folks, thank you for listening to the Virtual Assistant Podcast. Hey, check out my new training products over at podcastanswerman.com slash products. Until next time, join the community.